Good evening and welcome to the Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some, but your family to us. I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. This is your anchorman, Dave R., reporting for duty, and your repeat offender, Ego. Kevin, Kev Dog in the house. You got to get on your mic, Kevin. Get on the mic. Get on the mic, old man. Yeah. Right. right. We're a little shorthanded tonight. Uh, Our host is out for the day, and also... The voice of Erica is not here today. Yeah, she, man. Yeah, she's she's off on a two week trip, but we'll be able to see her uh, with uh, after two weeks. So stay tuned. Oh yeah, tuned, she's people. somewhere being important. Yes, yes, making right. big moves. So what are we talking about tonight, Ego? Oh man, we're talking about something really spooky. It's Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh wow, those are two of my favorite people in this field. Hey man, they they, they came up with some of the best movies that we got. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know, I know, man. Like uh speaking of some of their movies y'all might be familiar with. Mm-hmm. A lot of these movies were made after their cases. You have uh Annabelle, uh the whole conjuring series. Yes, uh yes. the Amityville Horror House, Ooh. The Nun, yes, yes, uh A Haunting in Connecticut. Yes, uh-huh. on in Connecticut. And Poltergeist. Oh, hey, yeah. Don't forget, The Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, yeah. That oh, was, oh, new yeah, upcoming movie. Yeah. I wish I would Is see it, Is that a new too. movie? Yeah, yes. that's a new movie, oh, man. Okay, that's okay. a new I, one. I never heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Ed and Lorraine, you know, they met in 1943, and Ed went off to the military, mm-hmm. and they were married. As uh, soon as he got back from the military, he married Lorraine in 1945, yes. and- Ed actually grew up in a haunted house as a kid. He did? Yeah, when he was like six years old, he said when he got older, he wanted to know if people experienced some of the things that he experienced. So when he met Lorraine and found out that she was a clairvoyant, Lorraine was kind of a skeptic at first. Even though she uh, had clairvoyant abilities as a child, she didn't know what it was. You know what I'm saying? And so once they got together, they actually thought that they would make their fortune or make a living from uh, painting. Well, they started as a hobby, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, It started as a hobby because he was a painter. Yeah, they would and, they would go and, and so, paint. Yeah. Well, he would they would paint houses that yeah. they would see, that she would see. Yeah. And I guess she would tell him and he would paint the houses. Yeah. And then they would actually go and they would find those houses. Yeah, no, they, he would, they would paint houses of people who, whose houses were hunted. Yes, whose houses were hunted. Yeah, that's important. To, but they yeah. would go and find those actual houses that they mm. painted that would look like their painting. Yeah, yeah. And be drawn to it and go to the to the house and knock on the door and tell the people, hey, we have this strange, I mean, this, this strong sense that something that's abnormal wrong. is going on in your house. Yeah, yeah. And they would show them the picture that they draw of the house so the people would be like, hey, come on in. Like, well, I'll invite you. They invite them in. Yeah. I would call them the first Ghostbusters. Yeah. 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 And not uh, not to be compared to the comical Ghostbusters based on the 70s before oh my goodness, the 80s Ghostbusters based on the movie took the name of the credits. Oh wow. Okay, so in 1952 <laughs> they founded the New England Center for Psychic Research. And uh like I said Ed was the demonologist and Lorraine was the clairvoyant, so they was able to uh work their cases in in that way. You know what I'm saying? He would take the the demonology, you know, like with all the information, and she was like the secret weapon with the clairvoyant powers. Well, you know something. Before you, know, you say that again, what yeah. does clairvoyant mean? Clairvoyant is like a psychic. A medium. 
Yeah, uh, psychic or a medium, same thing. Can speak to ghosts and yeah. stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. But you know something about it, uh, what, what got me was that, that it said he was a self-proclaimed, a self-proclaimed self-taught demonologist. demonologist. Yeah. How do you become that? Well, I mean, just you got self, self-taught self basketball players, self-taught producers. I mean, if you're interested in something and you learn about it, you're self-taught. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it's just like any other field, I, I would guess. But I do know that, that they that they were recognized by the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Yes, and mm-hmm. Lorraine actually worked on several missing persons person cases with with several different police departments. So maybe maybe she was the real deal. Yeah, maybe yeah. she was. Yeah, yeah. Well, so aside from that, bibliography, uh, book news, uh, they have actually written um, approximately six. Uh, biography books uh, according to their demonology and conjuring experiences. Just to name a few, Ghost Hunters True Stories from World's Famous Dermatologist, uh, Demonologist, sorry, Ghost Tracks, Graveyard True Hauntings from New Old New England Cemetery. By the way, most of them, they are written by Ed Warren. The Haunted, the true story of one family nightmares, Satan's Harvest, and Werewolf, a true story of the demonic possession. Werewolves? They had a movie about werewolves? Well, it was a book. It oh, was a wow. Book. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah, probably so. going to be a movie coming out soon. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah so. They're going to cash out everything. I know. So let's get to this Annabelle. All right. So they were actually in possession of this doll, the original Annabelle doll, which was a Raggedy Ann doll that they got from some girl. Uh, they were terrified of it, and they wanted it out of their house. And... Uh, the doll, they say, would move by itself. Yeah. It would uh, change positions. They would put it uh, sitting down. They'd come back, and the doll would be standing up. Yes. Shit like that. Yeah, and so they actually had it in their museum. And, and if I'm not mistaken, their, their museum actually closed down in maybe 2000 or 99 or something okay. like that. They had a lot and of they, stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, they had a lot of uh, cursed objects, you know what I'm saying, from dolls to Voodoo masks to stuff with uh, negative energy, and they had a they had Annabelle in a case, and it read, "Do not open." Yeah. Definitely, if you're gonna touch something, don't touch this shit right here. You know, um, with that Annabelle, you know, I want to be not be a skeptic, so much of a skeptic about um, about this this husband and his wife. Okay, but uh, uh, upon you know, researching about, you know, Annabelle and everything like that. Uh-huh. I was surprised to find out that it was a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah, yeah. Which is not so scary like they, they made it I mean, well, in would, the movie. Well, would you, I mean, of course they are going to hype the movie up, make it up, you know, because like some of the cases, I actually went to a couple of the cases like uh, Conjuring 1. I think that was, uh, was it the, it was either the, the Perron case, mm-hmm. or it, well, it was one of them, and they was uh, interviewing the like. No, the Perron case is is Conjuring Two. Okay, the Conjuring Two is the Perron case, and I actually watched the interview with uh, one of the daughters that was portrayed in the movie, and she was telling her story to an actual uh, reporter or whatever, and she said, you know, a lot of stuff in the movie happened, and a lot of it was made up embellished yeah and a lot of it was made more than it really was but she said it was absolutely definitely a hunting in the house well going back to annabelle yeah one of the things that key things that stood out in my mind yeah. that was just kind of weird is when one of the guys that was 
in the, you know, uh, what apartment was it? They were in the apartment? Yeah. And Annabelle climbed up his leg. Ah, yes, I heard that. And one. when she climbed up his leg, the next thing you know, she was on his throat. Stay, is that know. in the movie? Is no, that, that was okay. that was supposed to have been actually what happened. What they what they said what the the, the guy said happened. Wow. And let and, me, let me correct myself. The Perron case was actually the the Conjuring one, mm-hmm. and that was mm-hmm. 1971, Rhode Island. Yeah. But when once I got to that part, it was kind of like, what well, what what the hell is really going on? Yeah. You know. Is is you know some things seem believable, and then some things seems kind of far fetched. Well, you know that story you're telling. I actually heard it differently. I don't know. If we probably didn't get it from the same source, mm-hmm. but the way I heard it, he woke up and the doll was in the bed next to him. Yes, yeah, that's the way yeah. I heard it. Yeah, I did crawling up his legs. So. Yeah, it like started the foot of bed. What I heard it, he crawled up his leg okay. and then went to his throat. And I it guess woke, it was, yeah, yeah, and it choked him. It was yeah, shit. it was choking. It was right at the end. Well, she you know? well, damn, what, <laughs> you got to be like a GI Joe doll or something to choke you or some you shit. You know, but you know, chokey long stockings or some shit. So the <laughs> chokey long stockings. The the wow. spirit that was supposed to be in it. You yeah. remember what? What was it? A, a young girl. Yeah. That yeah. has possessed a spirit. Possessed a doll. But it says you can't possess the doll. You just. The, the evil spirit attaches itself to it, but yeah, well, doesn't. Well, I watched an interview about that where they were actually interviewing Ed and Lorraine, and they said, come to find out that Annabelle, it really wasn't a ghost. Of, it wasn't a human ghost. It was mm-hmm. a demon. It was a demon. Masquerading as, a as child. this child, Annabelle, to get close to the daughters so the demon could eventually uh, possess them. Yeah, because it, it, it attaches itself to the doll. Yeah, the doll is not actually possessed because you cannot possess an inanimate object. Oh, okay, okay. But what it was doing was to to get to the people, like you like yeah, you said. Yeah. Um, which is spooky and everything, but wow, when he said it climbed up, it jumped on his neck, and I yeah. just keep seeing raggedy end on top of your neck. Well, I mean, well, what kind of doll did you? Would you think I really would be capable was, of that? No, but I'm just like, <laughs> just the image. You know, I know we said they played it up yeah, and everything like yeah. that. I just was looking for something just a little bit more spookier. Oh, okay. And I never well, saw I, Raggedy Ann. I think that's Ann. fucking spooky enough for me, Raggedy bro. Raggedy Ann seems spooky. Shit, if the motherfucker trying to choke me. Well, yeah, we got yeah. Shanquisha in the back, and oh, she shit. in a box, and she more spookier <laughs> yeah, than any goddamn Raggedy Ann. Well, I rest assured. You. Those porcelain dolls can appear very scary due to its lifelike eyes, yes. but it won't have the joints of the hands to virtually complete the choke. Maybe it'll. Well, I don't think. I don't think it throat. matters what kind of doll it is. It's the action that's fucking scary. Well, if it has the possession of you a know demon, what I'm saying? it I could mean, be able to attack and strangle with such force. If a doll do any type of action, I'm gone. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It could have been a Bratz doll, one a LOL doll, Barbie doll, whatever. Anything. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? If As it's long... motherfucking getting up, walking, and doing human shit. Yeah, it's time to go. It's well, time human to, shit, ch- to that, change some things. That would be more yeah. along the lines of Chucky from Child's Play. Right, right, that right. That scared the hell out of me when I was a little, when I was a five-year-old. I ditched that Cabbage Patch doll out. Wow. You, okay, and so. The, dolls. Yeah. When yeah. I was a little kid, he did say he had dogs. We we're not going to unpack that right now. Let's, let's, let's skip yeah. over that one. Let's that let was the day it. when no more dolls for me. That's it. That's when I grew up to be a big boy. Oh wow! So you stop having dolls, okay? Okay. And so in this interview, uh, the Peron the Peron family, this lady said that uh, you know, like some of the stuff was made up. 
some of the stuff was hyped up. It happened, but it didn't happen like that. She said that well, her exact words were that Ed and Lorraine Warren tried to help. But yeah. she said their presence actually uh, escalated things. Like the demons got more pissed off when they got there and started. They were more aggravated. She said they tried to help, but really, really couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. And and that's in that's, the in the movie uh, Ed and Lorraine. They are like the they they actually were the the heroines who actually yeah, the heroes heroines, heroes who yeah. saved them, and yeah. they really didn't save them. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. They tried, but they I mean it was nothing they can do, I guess. But it was like it, it was said almost like they were a footnote. Yeah. So I wanna know, like if they being possessed, do that last forever or is that Well, I mean, you have exorcists to try to get them out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh I've heard cases where some people died doing exorcism. Right. Some were successful. Sometimes the demon can come back. And I just wanna put a warning out there. A lot of these cases come from Little things that y'all think of games like Ouija boards and tarot cards. Ouija boards yeah. are not good. And tarot cards too. You know what I'm saying? Tarot cards so, not good. Tarot cards too. They like they they're like they gateways. The door. Yeah, so like if I go to a psychic they're and like, she want to read my my cards, it's like not. One of don't y'all is gonna pay for that shit. Damn, I was thinking about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, shit. Go ahead. I, you know, I gave you the warning. Well, what about people when they read your palms? Well, that's supposed to be. Uh, Gateway too, yeah. Ain't? Gateway too, you know. But me, I would think that would be like a gift. That's what I think. My perceptive on you know the tarot cards and everything else, as long as they have not uh, tried to, you know, go through some unnatural force to gain and attain so much power to achieve the gift in a bad way with uh co- with bad consequences that's going to affect their client or whatsoever. I would still well, say be careful. I would say don't fuck with it at all, especially the Ouija board. The Ouija board, the Ouija is, no board is an absolute no-no for sure. Yeah, because I actually, yeah, I actually believe that shit. I, I, de- yes, I definitely I believe it. Uh, yeah. I definitely believe it. I was trying it. to bring Play one here. Your, your daddy wouldn't let me. No shit. <laughs> Play wow. it at your own risk, man. Yeah, That's so, all I'm going to uh, say. So uh, I actually had a homeboy at the house yesterday, and I've been begging him to get him here to tell his story. Not gonna say his name because he don't want his name told. All right, but he actually told me his whole story yesterday, and it was incredible. He said uh, when he was a child that he went to the store and got a Ouija board, and him and his brothers played. Him his brother sister played with it from then from then on to his adulthood. He was tormented by demons. Oh boy! He told me he he told me one time that he was sleep in the bed. And some entity got in the bed with him. He said it was an actual storm in his room, like thunder, lightning, rain, all of this shit. He said he was so terrified he couldn't move, and this thing was getting on top of him. And he said it just hugged him. You know what I'm saying? This is And this is as an adult. Yeah. You know what hey. I'm saying? He was crying when he was telling me the shit. You know how somebody oh, wow. got the tears coming oh, in their eyes, wow. you know? Because yeah, they remember They telling the fucking truth. And I told him, I was, I was like, you know what? It was the Ouija board, bro. Yeah. You shouldn't have fucked with that Ouija it's board. It's a gate opener. And the reason, the reason why he won't come here and tell his story, he said because not a few years ago, he finally got it to leave him alone. He think it might probably come yeah, back he, he if he starts talking might come about back. it. Yeah. And then he said, you know, the house that it started in, he actually took his new wife and his kids there to show him the house. And the house had previously burned down. 
And he said when he got there, there were a team of people in white uh, working on the house, painting the house, cleaning the house, like 10 people outside in white suits. So he he walks his wife and kids inside, and they look around. The house is still burned on the inside. And he said when they left, all the people were gone. Like they were never there. All the ten people that were working on the house. It was all dressed in white. Yeah, all dressed in white and they were and they were all gone. Yeah, That's I incredible. Know. I mean, it's an unbelievable <laughs> story, you know. Well, but, it was, uh, like they were dressed no, in white. It's, yeah, it's, it's no reason for him to sit there and lie to me. Nah, like that. I know he ain't probably lying about that, but the whole situation, I would have been like, yes. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah, that's why he's so scary to come up here. But hopefully I get his ass up here sooner or later. Yeah. Well, uh, fun facts about, you know, Ed and um, Lorraine uh, Warren, they, in their history, they trained other demonologists, you know, under their belt. Um, also, uh, they've also, um, we already know that they were involved in the Amityville horror case whatsoever. Uh, the, the person involved um, that, was, that was affected by the Amityville uh, horror thing, which was in New York, 23-year-old Ronald Diff. DeFeo Jr. brutally shot and killed his entire family. Yeah. Years, years later, 1970. Hey, David. Yes. Can you get on your mic, please, bro? Years later, George Catherine Lutz moved into the house only to leave it within a month after facing what they claimed a demonic presence. This is what prompted the Warrens, along with media publications and paranormal investigators, to step into the scene. Former, the former even clicked a photo of the demonic boy standing at the bottom of the bar- staircase. Wow. Back well, to you. you, and you well, you know... Uh, we were joking around before we turned on the microphones, and David said, I mean, not David, uh, Ego said that they were the paranormal what, fakers, what did you call them? I call them the con artists. Yeah, yeah. the paranormal con artists. The con artists. So you, you really think they're con artists? You think all this stuff was fake? Um, hmm. I, think Good to, question. I think to a certain degree, uh, some of it was built up just to make money. Because so once um, they had their famous case, I think the fa- first famous case was the Amityville yeah. Horror case, okay. which uh, brought them into the spotlight because they were actually trying to defend the son and okay. and help him uh, get off uh, okay. for all those murders. Okay, well, I can say, you know, the, the movie, The Conjuring 2, it was uh, based off one of their cases, the Ainsfield haunting. And one of the girls, well, two of the girls claimed that they faked the hunting and that the Warrens went along with it. Mm-hmm. Knew they faked it, but that was the only one that s- said some shit like that. Now I believe that they probably, you know, once they were there, they knew some fake shit was going on, but it was already too much money, <laughs> yeah, to be made, and they went along with it. And hey, I don't knock them for that. But do I? Be- but do I believe that whole situation was fake? No, no, I don't. I don't, I don't believe that yeah. whole situation was fake. I, just I don't believe, believe that, that either. Um, I, th- I think you know when we have sometimes people come up here. And it seems like they're telling their stories. It seems yeah. like it's like, oh, are you embellishing that or whatever? Yeah. You know, yeah. you kind of wonder if they're embellishing that. And here well, we you find know a cuckoo out, bird when you yeah, see one. Some, sometimes yeah. we get a couple of cuckoo birds. Yeah, yeah. And we get some real ones. Yeah. Now, don't get us wrong. We get some real people here at the paranormal, mm-hmm. urban paranormal. And we you try know, to weed the cuckoo birds out before they even get before on they this even microphone. Get here, but then sometimes they, they, they actually stumble up here, flop, yeah. here, you know. Yeah. But um, I don't, you know. I just think that some of the things it was real and some of the things they just embellished to further their career to make more money. Because that. in the beginning, because, well, they never charge took money. money. No, they didn't charge money. They made money off stuff. their books. 
They made money off their books, but the exposure would get them more sales. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely. So I mean, shit, wouldn't you do the shit? Yeah, but you know, you get you get asked me the question: Do I think that if you made a dope ass album, then somebody ghost rich is next shit? You wouldn't rock with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like a ghostwriter. Fuck it, or, damn, literally a fucking ghostwriter. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, but the movies are so intense. We, you know, they are. They're so scary, and they're you know, we yeah. we think that this is a it. There are they are true stories, but they're not happening they've the been, way that they've you know, been sensationalized. They've been so sensationalized, especially yeah. from Hollywood's point of view. Okay, well, the the actress that actually portrayed Lorraine in The Conjuring what was her name. Vera, Vera Farming, Farning, or something like that. She actually, uh, when she accepted the role, she said she started to experience paranormal things. Mm. Now, I don't know if that was hype for the movie. Yeah, that was hype. That had to be. Maybe, it was hype. Maybe. But in the interview, she said the night she accepted, she woke up and had three scratches on her thigh. Shit. Anything yeah. is possible because yeah, a lot of times when these movies are being so made, especially like, like when The Exorcist. If we sitting up here talking about this shit, we finna get hunted. That's basically what. Well, it that's not. Like that. That's basically Unless not we it. pray or do you know light up a candle or do or spray some incense to kind of get rid of the demons. Sage, sage. There well, I don't. I don't worry about this type of shit because I talk to God every day. Good yes. call. He know what side I'm on. You know oh yes, saying? no, it's no mistaking with me. So yeah. same thing, you know. When I'm, it's, I'm just here to inform people about this shit, dude. I'm yeah. with you, man. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the tarot cards or trying to read futures or stuff like that. I just pray to God first before shit happens. Right. And so y'all remember the poltergeist? Yeah. Oh yeah. Back in the movie. Don't go to the light. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know if that whole <laughs> movie was about her, but that character. Yeah, was old, modeled after Lorraine Warren. Yeah, the uh-huh. old woman. The old woman, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah. I ain't know that. Yeah, now you know. The more but, you know. But, you know, going back to what we said about, you know, about a movie being haunted. Yeah. Another mm-hmm. little girl died. Okay. Yeah. From, she from, died? She yes. died on set. No, no, no. She died from some type of sickness or something, yeah. right? Yeah. You're talking about the one that you said the she was sleeping. The little blonde hair girl. The little blonde hair girl in, in Poltergeist. Wow. Caroline. A lot of those movies have a strange occurrence that happens around them. And that's because uh, all the interest and all the stuff that goes into it, I think it kind of brings this kind of energy, this this um, spiritual, paranormal energy it I brings think that's to possible. it. Because you're bringing it all together. To, I think to, that's to, very to do, possible. And you're doing it about real occurrences. Yeah, yeah. It's not fake occurrence. If we make a fake movie, then, you know, a fake horror story, then that's different. Yeah. But these horror stories that are being told are some actual, really horrific stuff. Yeah, some of the most famous cases in the world. You know what I'm saying? And they're made into movies. And Ed and Lorraine were called to these uh, cases. Like I said, they were uh, recognized by the Catholic Church. You know, if that priest felt like he couldn't do the job, he would call the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. They were actually Demon Busters. That's okay. what that's what they considered themselves. They say they really didn't deal with ghosts. It was everything was demonic that they dealt with. We are talking about the Aina Chien uh, case, right? The what? The Aina Chien. Hold on, let me let me enunciate his. Okay, Arn Chien Johnson case. This is the same one we're talking about, right? Uh, that's two words, David. Arnie Cheyenne. Arnie Cheyenne Johnson. 
Tell us about well, the Orange. That's the Amityville. No, Orange Cheyenne is. Which case is that? I believe which movie was he made of? Uh, it was under The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah, that's oh, what I thought it was The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah, this but, is the case that we're leading up to. Am I correct? Well, we're talking about all the cases. All the cases, okay. That they Not, were involved in. But there was another movie besides The Devil Made Me Do It mm-hmm. that his ca- that uh, that involved his shit. Right. It, I think it was one of The Conjurings. It may have been. It was, I think it was one of The Conjurings. Yeah, but anyway, Ed and Lorraine, man, you know, like I said, these are one of my favorite people in this field, uh, paranormal or whatever. And it's not just because of what they did. I like them because they met when they were teenagers, and they fucking yes, death did them part. They were they were forever. They were together. They worked together. They did their thing, and shit, uh, death did them part. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. That was yes. one thing I liked about them. You know what I'm saying. They seemed like genuine people to me, but who knows. Well, they had to make a living. Yeah, you got, mm-hmm. you got to make a living, man, and that was their thing. But the paranormal. They, well, but you know, you wonder, you wonder yourself. Well, how were you making a living in the beginning when? Well, he Ed, wasn't, Ed he was wasn't, a soldier. Yeah, he was a mm-hmm. soldier. He got a little soldier check. Yeah, and you know, like I said, they they were doing they were doing uh, art first. Yeah. And yes. You, well, and you expounded on that. You know, they did work. They did art, and that's how they thought. They would be in that field for the rest of their life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But some kind of way, like you said, they start giving these paintings to these people who the houses belong to, and that opened up the doors to their paranormal shit. Yes. I guess they just rolled with it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a ticket. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's that's um, that's a pretty interesting life, right? Yeah, could, could, could you imagine every day just um, dealing with that shit? Well, every no, just day. like you, you, you go to bed and and you wake up and like, what what demons are we gonna battle today? Just yeah, I mean, just imagine that though. That's just if they wouldn't battle in their own demons. Well, I mean, just actual demons. Could you really actually deal with that every day? Just could you keep your fucking sanity? You know what I'm saying? Just dealing with supernatural shit. Day in, day out, day in. Well, like day you said, out. they said it wasn't ghosts. So when you say it's not ghosts, ghosts are humans. Yeah. But when you say demons, demons are something that's not How lived. Are ghosts humans. Because ghosts, ghosts are people are that the, died. The ghosts are people that died. Oh, okay. Yeah. And demons never lived. Yeah. They're just straight hell. Yeah, they yeah. just come straight from hell. Yeah. Well, the the good thing, you know, like we said, they didn't uh Charge money for what they done. Well, that was a good thing. All of that money was made off their books and uh, their appearances and shit. I don't. I, I, and I don't even know if they got anything off the movies. I think the movies. I'm pretty sure they did because the movies came later. Yeah, the movies yep. came later, and they were trying to reference off from their experience in their cases. And then it was one that uh, Lorraine actually starred in one of them. She actually had a role in one of those movies. Mm, Which one was that? Interesting. I think it was probably uh, Conjuring Two. Or one, really? yeah, she actually had. Well, a she role was in the that. old lady, uh, more than likely, because she is an old so. lady. I think so. Well, yeah. she was an old lady at that time. Rest her soul. But I tell y'all what, uh, it's getting kind of dark in here, so we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back after these messages. Hey. What's up? It's your girl Sabrina, the model, and I am listening to the Urban Paranormal. What's up, man? It's your big brother, K. Reno, and right now y'all are checking out Urban Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tom Sizemore, and I'm listening to Urban Paranormal Podcast. And we are back. Yes. The 
Urban Paranormal Podcast. We're talking about Ed and Lorraine Warren, famous demonologists. But before we go back into Ed and Lorraine, I want to talk about some paranormal shit going on here in Houston. What What is that, man? Oh, the turkey leg hut. The turkey leg hut. Man, it, it's not exactly paranormal, but it's fucking crazy, bro. It is paranormal, why, man. Why, you, why, why are all of these people tripping about the turkey coat? But, what you know, for, for for one thing, they have all these people. Yeah. The, the line is wrapped around the block. You got people from all over the world now. When it comes to Houston, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you go any further, let me let me uh, refresh people or uh, let people know that's not from Houston. Turkey Leg Hut is a restaurant, a black-owned restaurant here in Houston, a very popular restaurant that sells turkey legs. Serves turkey legs, yeah. And everybody's going crazy for a turkey leg, and, and everybody's and going paranormal. crazy because they recently came out with a dress code, yes, barring people from wearing do rags. Wearing ripped jeans, uh, panty shorts, wearing, with their pants sagging. You you got to pull your pants up. Uh, swimwear. You can't wear swimwear. You can't have your underwear showing. Flip flops. And everybody is in the outrage. So basically, they say black people is not allowed. Basically. Well, no, they say uncivilized people is not. Allowed. They're saying this is a family restaurant. They're saying this is a family restaurant, and if you can't pull your fucking pants up, you need to go to Jack in the Box. You can't. Uh, profane and vulgar language is not prof- not um allowed. Yeah, and and I totally agree with them. No cursing on your shirt, like saying you know you have a you know something sexually suggestive on your shirt or saying something dirty words on your shirt. Yeah, and everybody's going crazy. So 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 how y'all feel about that? I'm all for it. I'm all for it too. I'm all for it too. Yeah. Because uh, you know people wear I, sleepwear I and shit to, to to the places, and you know they just don't give a fuck. Yeah, what well, you got a problem with not being not being able to show your ass? No, it's not about not. It's about where you can show your ass at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I say, go to place. Go to Jack not, in the Box. That's not the thing. Well, in churches, they say come as you are. So why wouldn't I'm trying to go? Get well, you some come food. as you. Like, they don't mean come naked, man. Come on. They, <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. They don't come with your underwear well, showing. There's common sense. Pull your fucking pants up. Uh, go to Jack in the Box and kick your uh your flip flops off. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and put your shoes on with your dirty socks. Yeah, well, back, well, back to Ed and Lorraine, man. I just had to touch that because people have been going crazy about that in Houston, and I thought it was crazy. It's paranormal. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, in other paranormal news or whatsoever, I've heard from ABC Channel Thirteen Houston that uh, in Utah they discovered a mysterious chrome monolith discovered in Utah. Okay, as it's absurd as it is, it was a 13-foot uh, triangular uh, monolith that's a little bit resembling off from the Space Odyssey. And uh, when... Um, you talking about the one from like six months ago? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, old news is good news. Yeah, I, 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 I thought maybe I'd just bring it up to the table since I am okay. the anchor man. Okay. Bring weird news. Yeah, we already talked about that shit. Oh, old did? as hell, yeah. Oh, They had okay. a few of them pop up all over the world. You can... That shit was. Uh, Did you see that one when they had it like in in not three D, but they had it and it was like three little things. The mm-hmm. army had fired a um, missile at it, right, and it didn't explode or nothing. It just was still the same thing. Oh, you talking mm-hmm. about that video I posted on on Facebook the other day? Yeah, I seen that. Well, one. Sorry. well, anyway, it's for anybody who has not noticed this uh, event whatsoever, the discovery took place in the wildlife officials were flying above, counting sheep in the Bighorn area. 
the let's see the exact location is not revealed but it is surrounded by um pillars of monolith uh, mountains excuse me for the technical difficulty but you know it appeared in you know a little bit of the scraped uh, little uh stonehenge mountains that it appears based on the footage yeah yeah based, so, back to you guys right there was some bullshit but anyway <laughs> well they cl- it's mysterious so believe whatever well, I mean, you want you got to look at you got to look at cuz i looked at the video you could see the saw cuts it was Obviously, a saw used. Ah. There were rivets in the thing. You know uh, what I'm saying? It was it was uh, obviously man made. You know what I'm saying? They okay. just don't know who put it there. I don't think it was aliens. I think it was some college kids or some drunk dudes or some shit like or that. Or some con artists that just wanted to make money off of a fabulous thing. Exactly, space. exactly. Oh, well. Yes. Now let's get Fake back. monument. Speaking let's of con artists, let's get back to the warrants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't, do do the my girl, don't do my girl Lorraine like that, man. I like Ed and Lorraine, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to talk about this incident that Ed described. He said, you know, once they got into this paranormal studies or paranormal demon busting or whatever, uh, things would follow them home. Things would torment them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He he described, I watched the interview, he, he he said one time they were driving alone at night, you know, him and Lorraine, and they came across a bridge. They were on a bridge, and they see this truck coming toward them on the other end of the bridge. You know what I'm saying? And it's going full speed, like it's playing chicken with them, basically. Oh, no. Oh, boy. So in the way the bridge is made, the only way to avoid this collision is drive off the bridge into the water. So Ed said he kept his hand on the wheel, went straight, you know what I'm saying, kind of slowed down, and as soon as the impact was going to hit, the thing disappeared. Like the thing was trying to coax them into driving off the bridge. Yeah, that's crazy. Amazing. It sounds deep. Yeah, it sounds deep. It sounds deep. Sometimes I think, you know, maybe it wasn't that, that last book that they was trying to write. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe yeah. I, this this is just one of the things he brought out in uh, they brought out in the interviews because if y'all know it, don't know it or not, they have they actually have a YouTube channel mm. where where you can go and look at interviews. They they're all old videos, yeah. But somebody just posted them, and they're old interviews with Ed and Lorraine. There's like uh, dozens of interviews with the with these guys. I think they were very eccentric people. You know, I think so too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I look at her, I don't I don't see eccentric. She she looks she basically she basically basically looks I get a genuine feeling from her when I watch her. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If you ever like see, I know you probably seen the movies people portraying her. Yeah. I don't know if you ever seen her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a real video I, I, I of I've seen her. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's just the way I look at them. You know what I'm saying? I don't doubt I don't doubt that like I said, I just don't doubt they didn't do, you know, some of that stuff. But yeah. I think they just, you know, they needed to to work more. Yeah. And not really work, but get more, like, not even say endorsements, but just get more uh, flooding to their books. Yeah. You know, yeah. and just 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 more out there, you know, to to, to the public, to, so they are known, so they get booked more for interviews and stuff like that. And I guess they never disappointed with their interviews, yeah. you know. And well, one thing that they preached, you know, like I said about the Ouija boards, that these spirits or demons that they fought, 
They just can't come in and possess you. You have to invite them in. Yes. Yeah. And one of the ways is, like I said, those portals we talked about, the Ouija boards and the tarot Mm -hmm. cards. Especially when you uh, dwell on the thoughts or the things that you say that you give energy. That's also another addition to that. Or either being like, I don't want to say depressed. Like they see you, they see you depressed. You have uh, negative thoughts all the mm-hmm. time. You like a magnet to stuff like that. Yes, they and say. the demons they are very attracted to it because they see a potential host they could feed off of. You yeah. do control. You know what I think about? I think about something I said, and I I uh, I changed that about what I said earlier. It made me think when I said that you know since someone wasn't here. That I'm gonna invite the, the devils are here. Oh know? wow, no, we're not inviting I, no, I'm just yet. no, I, I'm just I'm just real counting that and you know and changing that. You know, I didn't mean that. I was trying to make a joke, so I don't want anything. Well, let's let's hope they just follow you us, home. You know, we I don't want to follow you, me. Yeah. I don't want to follow me home either. I just you know. Yeah, I just you, hope ego. they do follow you home. No, because, I don't want like them said, to follow me home. From the beginning, so can we I prayed ask anybody on this 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 panel? Yeah, have any of y'all? Ever had a paranormal experience? Yeah, we are. Yes. We've all had paranormal experiences. I've had paranormal That's experience. why we oh, yeah. doing the fucking show. Yeah. What about you? I actually have. Okay. You, okay. you care to talk about it? Yeah, I do. Well, I let's let's I hear your like, story. I think I was young, like probably like ten or something like that. Yeah. And I was home alone. My mom and my had did went did something. Okay. And I was there by myself. I was playing the game, and like my auntie had just died, so. We had moved all her stuff, and we had got some of her items and put it inside our That's house. That's where you right? fucked up. And um, I'm just now playing the game. All I hear is, like somebody just threw all the pots and pans out of the cabinet. Oh, wow. And me, you know what I'm saying? I didn't go check. I just drove right out the window. Like, <laughs> you, you ever seen um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when, yeah. when, when Uncle Phil used to throw Jazzy Jeff yeah. out the window? You threw yourself out the window yeah, like I that. Threw myself out the window wow. like that and was looking. And it took me like a, about 30 minutes to an hour to go back in there. And when I went in there, it was just pots all over everywhere. That shit was scary. Wow. Yeah. So would, do you think it was something actually paranormal or do you think you was tripping that night? I wasn't tripping. Okay. okay. I knew I was the only person in that house. Well, I, be, I believe you. I, mean, I believe you too. Bro. Shit happens, man. What you about know what the time you had? Did, did, did you care to elaborate? Well, I've told my story several times on the show. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was... One, I had one similar similar to that, you know, where I heard a loud noise inside the house. I knew I was the only one there. I examined the house, uh, couldn't find the source of the noise, and shit. I just went and waited outside, you know, for a little while until I thought it was cool to go back in the house. Well, I had one when I was probably about 15 or 16, uh-huh. and I was in my room and I was sleeping, and I remember uh, someone was talking to me. You know, like you, you just hear someone just talking to you and they're just trying to tell you something. They, just, they kept talking and kept running their mouth and kept talking. And they were like asking me to do something and they just kept talking, talking to me. And I was in the middle of the sleep. And I remember like saying like, yo, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Like, like cut that shit. And I remember I turned over and I, I left my pillow sitting there. And then when I reached to grab my pillow, my pillow just flew by my front, by my bedroom door. I freaked out. 
I just wow. got I got so scared. I just couldn't hardly move. Wow. And then when I ran to the door, I could barely open my door because I was so scared. I ran into my mother's room, my mother and my father's room. They were both asleep. And I just stood over my mother. And I touched her and I started shaking her. And when she woke up, she was like, what's wrong? And I just grabbed her hand and I put it to my heart. And my heart was beating out my chest. And she was like, you're going to have a heart attack. And that night I slept on the floor of my mother and daddy's room. I have made your ass sleep 15, back in that 16 room. years yeah. old. <laughs> I was truly scared, man. Because wow. something, something really happened. Wow. If I would have did that shit to my parents, my dad would have been like, man, take your ass back in that goddamn room. <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna ask you a question. Like, after Ed and Lorraine, yeah, their demise or whatever, was there anybody that we know of that did some research of to feel that shit? Feel that shit. That's a that's a good Ooh. question. And I was actually thinking about that too. I'm not sure if there's anybody to actually make it to that level. And and you know, be not made it to that level, but like like uh, David was saying like that they, um, that um, Edward was um, he was teaching demonologists to some of the people. Yes, yes, okay. they had, they had some people, people that they mentored to teach uh, them about demonology to pass on, you know, what they have learned, well, so gotta, they can continue the work. Well, you got to think back in those days when they were doing their thing, they they uh, became very popular in the seventies. That's when they first started. Starting to get their rise, there was no internet. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Like these uh, paranormal people today, you know, they got all kind of networks and internet to communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. And the, the Warrens had to just drive. They heard about a story. They drove. Yeah, and they drove there. They and were it, like they were like a paranormal uh, investigative it, couple. Yeah, they they received a lot of uh, uh, so skepticism. Yes, I think people, that was um during a break we was talking about the um they have a U, uh, YouTube channel you was talking about over there yeah um, and um I would think that's the person that's trying to fill their shoes if they posting all these videos what are they doing there well this this dude he actually owns their state now I forgot his name uh he actually worked with the Warrens up until they died until they died but I can't remember his name I think he actually owns their state oh yeah so yeah. Th that all those things that he had in that, they had in that museum. Yeah. Uh he owns all that too? I'm assuming maybe David can put David can pull it up. But you I know, and, I, and then it. I'm glad you <laughs> brought that up because uh I want to uh, correct myself. The uh the Warren's Occult Museum actually closed in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Not too long ago. So what what happened to all that stuff? <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. Talking about the museum. Hopefully it's not at garage sales and resale shops and shit. <laughs> Let you me know go, what I'm saying? Let me go pull up for the museum real yeah, quick. Yeah, so. Okay. So, I am looking. Okay, and they, the Warrens actually had a daughter. And yes. mm -hmm. she was actually ashamed of what her parents did. She was ashamed, Because wow. she got teased. You know, your parents are demonologists. You yeah. know, just imagine that. And she, she said she would tell her, uh, her classmates that her parents were landscape artists. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like something you would tell them. was a painter at first. Well, yeah. Landscape. I, mean, well, I, I don't <laughs> like, think like somebody would bully somebody like that. That would be the person that you just don't fuck with. Well, well I don't know. Kids, kids can be cruel. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. So yeah, according no. to the Warren's Occult Museum, it's located in Monroe, Connecticut. 
They did have like, you know, photos and documentaries, the props that they have found from other, you know, cases and so forth. So um, the exact address is 30 Nullwood Drive, Monroe, Connecticut. Uh, zip code is 06468 United States. You won't be able to find this anymore because we all found out 2019 they have closed down. It is right nearby the New England Society for Psychic Research. Wow. I wonder why they closed. Well, uh, <clears throat> I believe that they have uh, closed down uh, due to the fact that there was lack of funding, according to what the website is telling me. But I, but I know that you guys have other, you know, research to prove otherwise. Okay, okay. Well, like I said, you know, another one of these movies. I, I think the the one that really took them over the top was the Amityville horror movie and the yeah. Amityville horror case. That's the one that thrust him into fame. It, it's yeah. funny it's funny that you've mentioned it because there was other also three other cases uh that I've just found out okay. that there was uh oh my god. This is so interesting too and I would definitely love to share. Uh there, well, please do. Yes. Okay, the Bridge Poltergeist case. Okay, wow. This one is one of the most documented in the paranormal activity according to the uh, investigations of Ed and Lorraine's case. The reason why it was so important, besides the fact that it took place on Lindsay Street in 1974, was that when it was like the first reported sensationalized uh, news case, there was it was sworn by firefighters, police, as well as neighbors, because they never saw such thing before. Wow. So, that being said, Officer Tomic revealed that the house was mess was everything in disarray. We observed things to lift off the shelf and fall to the ground. We've observed other furniture to move. This is when, you know, the people that were writing the Conjuring series, they decided to add it into the Anneville horror thing. Oh, wow. So, moving on, um, we it, this leads to the parent family haunting. This is where shit gets real. The Perrin family, Roger and Carolyn Perrin, and their five children move into a country home in Harrisville, Rhode Island, built in 1736, which was once inhabited by a woman in Bathsheba Thayer in the 19th century. Three of Thayer's children died young, with the community suspecting of Thayer of witchcraft, although these claims have remained unproven. Uh, Thayer had hung herself at her home, and when the Perrin uh, family moved in in 1970, they experienced paranormal things, and they called in Ed and Lorraine to help. The pair originally com- uh, conducted a uh, seance, but it led to Carolyn becoming possessed and speaking in tongues she did not know. Oh, wow. So this is where we get to have these possessions and everything else written into this Amityville Hollywood universe. Okay. And in that house, it, I pulled up something that said the Warrens made several trips to that house mm-hmm. in 1974. Uh, there were claims of... The kids' beds levitating, uh huh, and the smell of rotten flesh. And I actually watched the interview with his one of the daughters. She's still alive today. Yeah, she said she said the beds wouldn't actually levitate. She said, but they would wake up in the morning and their bed would be totally moved, like their bed would be positioned up against the wall. Right. Then they would wake up in the morning and the bed would be somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and she said it happened so much. And the family was so scared. You know how something is so scary, you just don't talk about it. Yeah. yeah. She said that's how it was in the house. You know what I'm saying? They would just wake up and push their beds back and try to ignore it because they were all so fucking terrified. I wanted to say, if, if we don't talk about it, maybe it won't happen today. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Today. Yeah, 
Well, basically that. You know what I'm saying? Well, sometimes uh, whenever I used to go to sleep, and this was back in my preteens, I would have like homeworks or bookshelves that, okay, I secured them pretty well, but somehow they would just fall down, and I don't, I swear, I didn't think about the devil, I didn't think about negative things, and it just freaking happened. You ever play with a Ouija board? No. You ever play with tarot cards? No. Okay, well, shit. I think maybe it was just because back at the time when my real father uh, was in the house before he divorced uh, my uh, mother, it was just like maybe it was because of the negative energy. Who knows? Yeah, it could have been that. Uh, well, that saying, how- so, so negative energy bring demons. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. I am a strong believer. Like a household where there's a lot of fighting. Uh, I have uh, experienced that. Everybody arguing. That's, yes. that's like a playground or you're inviting. Demons are waiting for weaknesses. Like Depression. That. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, any weak point, that's where they attack. Psychiatric break. Yeah, yes. and I and I just I just want to say this again. You know, we here at the Urban Paranormal Podcast, we uh, don't advocate any of this. Uh, we're not demon worshippers. We're not trying to sway you in any certain way. We just bringing awareness to this shit. You know what I'm saying? I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. Very important. You know, uh, like people in our urban areas, our our Hispanics, probably not Hispanic so much, but black people is kind of taboo to talk about things like that. And you experience these things. You really don't want to tell too many people. You might tell your closest friend. Right. But you don't want, people don't want people thinking they're crazy. Well, you also now have like the Arab community and some of the Asian community now, you know, they're kind of talking about it right now. And I'm just basing it uh, based on my experience, you know, talking to them as I'm, you know, talking about this podcast. So Okay, okay, cool, cool. You know, yeah. I'm definitely happy there's more diversity openly talking about it as a form of therapy. Yeah. I think and it's just we definitely so, need so, that. So did cuz I know back in them days a lot of the the slaves and all them people Right. they was real big on black magic. Oh. How yeah. we get to the slavery days? Nah, because I was just thinking about Ed and Lorraine. That wasn't during the slavery day. The seventies weren't the slavery days. I was I, born I, I, in nineteen. No, no, no. Okay, I'm trying. You trying to put me back? I ain't oh, that goddamn nah, old. I was, saying, I was just trying to bring that up. The 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 black magic because you said it's a it's a gateway if you play with tarot cards mm-hmm. and and the Ouija board. But I was just bringing that that back in the day. Like, could you just say something? About You're talking it. about voodoo, right? Yeah, I'm talking about. Okay. Well, that's a, that's a religion. That's something totally different. Oh, yeah. okay. But it, it, that's not playing with demons. I don't, no, a, it's not. It's a religion. It's a religion. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, the way p- certain people portray it, they try to portray it as being demonic and something evil, but it's really not. Especially yeah. Western civilization. Yeah, of course. No, all I was way. getting at was, damn, that's not a doorway or portway or gateway. I would just tell you, no, it's not demonic. You know what I'm saying? People, they portray it as that. You know, that's probably our original uh, religion, religion from Africa. Right. You know okay. what I'm saying? So they would erase that from us like they erase everything else. I mean, and try to make you think that it's demonic. I mean, if you because if you look at any fucking movie, voodoo is portrayed as something evil, something dark, and yeah, just, you can thank Hollywood. But it's, for, a, it's an actual observed religion. Yes, yes, mm. you can thank Hollywood for. Brainwashing our public into thinking is evil, but yeah. it's not. Uh, I can also say I would think that shit evil if I can get a couple of things from you and make well, a doll. I mean, that's what you're seen in the movie. That's what you're seen in the movie. That's not real voodoo. 
okay. Well, uh, there's also, you know, some places in, uh, you know, that they practice voodoo, such as, you know, Dominican Republican, you know, some parts in Cuba, some... Some parts in Havana, Puerto Rico, Puerto all Rico, those and all those stuff places, like that. They, they still practice Cuba, it. Yeah, yeah, Cuba. Um, some parts in Central America, and Venezuela, New York, in certain parts uh, of oh, yeah. New, right. New York. It's called Santeria. Yeah, yes. it's a voodoo. They have voodoo. They yes. have Santeria. They have all of that. Hoodoo. They have Palo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been in Mexico. I've, they have their oh, form yes. of voodoo. Yes, yes, they do. No, I'm pretty sure about Mexico though. Mexico, yeah. they do. Yeah, I've they been, have their form of voodoo, but it's yeah, all African. Do. It all comes from African. Yeah, voodoo. I mean, you have. You I, have didn't, I didn't mean to deter the conversation though. I just no, no, no it's good. It's good. Just educating. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's it's great that you mentioned it up, and I'm sorry we're getting off topic, but I remember in my north side in uh, Houston, I would go into the Wicca shop, and then sometimes they have their voodoo section of all the, you know, stuff that they have, and it's interesting to kind of study, and I'm doing this, guys, for knowledge purposes only. Of course, okay? of course. Like I said, I'm with Trent. I am not trying to condone getting into these kind of practices, nor am I trying to push you guys. I'm just trying to encourage you, please be educated so that you will not be ignorant to accuse it into demonization. Yeah. But, David, but is really, that shop on the northwest side, like by 43rd and all that Rosalind area? No, 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 no. You have to go all the way to Veterans Memorial. Oh, it's in okay, the Veterans okay, Memorial okay. area. Well, it, shit, what's the name of that shop? Oh, God, I have to get the, the Well, Spanish I'm glad you it. didn't say their name because they need to uh, fucking... Uh, Send us some money. You this know? Yes. <laughs> this Please. Way Our lights are getting way. dim. Yeah, they need to sponsor us. David, and since you go to that place, you need to tell them. Uh, sponsor. Send reach us some out money. to them. Okay, you know what? Right? Here's, here's the things, guys. Guys, you love us. You like learning from us. We give you so much information. We make you feel at home whatsoever. But, guys, we cannot do this without your help. Please oh, send yeah. us a donation. Please send us some money. At dollar at sign DSB, DSB Media, Media on Cash App. And if you have uh, show ideas, you want to be on the show, or you just want to come up here and talk shit to David, or you want to meet Ego, or you mm -hmm. want to talk to me, or whatever you want to do. A show just, idea. Exactly. Hit us up at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com, and we'll be right back after this quick message. Hey. Look here, guys. If you want a high-quality car for an affordable price, go see Alex Quality Cars, home of the low-down payments as low as $500. That's Alex Quality Cars at 4045 Southport, Corpus Christi, Texas. Zip code 78415. The telephone number, 361-452-2507. Once again, that telephone number is 361-452-2507. Okay, Smurl Haunting. And we are back with the Urban Paranormal Podcast talking about the Warrens, the famous demonologists. And uh, I was just pulling up this about uh, one of the cases, the Smurl case. Mm-hmm. In this case, there was a pope. Pope Benedict XVI was known as Cardinal Ratzinger. What the what a what a hell of a name, Ratzinger. Oh, you mean the previous pope before uh, Pope Francis? I yeah, believe. he kind of looks like the emperor from Star Wars. Sorry, bro. We love you. You did a good job, but moving on. Yeah. So. Uh, the Warrens actually contacted this Pope and he actually gave his blessing for them to go into the Smurl house and do their little exorcism Smurl. thing. 
the smurl. Smurl. Yeah, smurl. Yeah, that's a funny ass hard thing. Smurl. Smurl. Not to be confused with Smurfs. <laughs> I know, right? The Smurl, honey. Yes. So they actually had a Roman Catholic, a real fucking Pope, believed in these people. So they, I think they had to be the real shit. You know what I'm saying? What, what y'all think? Well, okay. To give a little more backstory for the people who don't know about the Smurl haunting, in 1974, Jack and Janet Smurl moved into a house, Chase Street, West Piston, Pennsylvania. There were some strange occurrences, leading that there was a demon possession at the ha- home. This is where Ratzinger, the one that you were talking about, Ratzinger, um, Ratzinger, which you know he's from, uh, you know he's from Germany. Yeah. They, the the de- Okay, they claimed that the demon that possessed the house slammed him to a wall, bit Jack's ear, and pushed one of the daughters down flight down the stairs. Both Janet and uh, Jack said to have been sexually assaulted by the demon. By 1986, they were contacted by Ed Ed and Lorraine Warren, who confronted their house that was indeed haunted. Ed Warren would go in to say that he had witnessed a dark mass form inside the home and that the demon had left him a message telling him to get out. And they said that the particular demon that they were dealing with was a succubus. Oh, and you know what a succubus is? That's that woman. We was just talking succubus. about a succubus. Well, yeah. actually, it's like a bisexual oh, that's the one transforming that's the one that, demon. When you sleep, they be on you. Yeah, that's the, that's the oh, sexual yeah. demon. Oh, the one that man. gets on top of you. And rides you. Yeah, and you sleep and shit. Not, yeah. as, not as sexy or pretty in the video game adaptation, Morgan from Darkstalkers. Well, dream on. Yeah, they might be pretty, bro. How you know? Yeah, shit. We, said the name is Sabuckius. Succubus. 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 Yeah, uh, a, derived from a Scottish um, a horror folklore tale. Okay, yeah. well, there's a succubus and an incubus. Yes, the succubus is the one that female rapes, version rapes the man, and the incubus is the male version. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So wow, there was actually a rock group called Incubus, right? Oh yeah, yeah. There was. Okay, okay. Were they any good? Who knows? I don't listen to that <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, listen for anyway, you guys. Anyway, speaking of shit, shit. <laughs> speaking of shit, did y'all know that uh, there's a rise in fecal matter in Texas beaches? So if you want to go to the beach this weekend, Galveston, don't go to Surfside Beach. Oh, absolutely. Don't go to Sylvan Beach. Don't go to Corpus Christi Bay. What? What fecal? Corpus Christi used to be so clean. What happened? Is that fish fecal matter? (laughs) I don't think they would be reporting it on the news if it was fish fecal matter. That's probably okay. Okay. Fish fecal matter is probably normal to be in the water, bro. When we talking Uh, about human shit in the water, (laughs) that's from the boats or something. (laughs) Well, you know, you know, all that shit connects to uh, the Houston Ship Channel. Right. And you know, Houston Ship Channel is part of our sewage system. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to give a shout out to, you know who you are that were telling me you go fishing uh, in oh, Houston Lord. Ship Channel <laughs> and you eat the fish. Bro, stop it. Bro, I've seen people fishing in the bio. Yeah. Well, that's definitely some shitty shit. Texas Beach is fucked up. But they did say that Galveston, Galveston beaches were some of the cleanest. In Texas, not saying that they were clean. Uh, why do I doubt? I'm sorry to play devil's advocate here. Yeah. Why do I doubt that Galveston beaches are the cleanest? Sometimes when I go to some parts in Galveston, there are some you know gray mercury water type areas that's kind of dirty whatsoever. And then when I go to Corpus Christi, there's some parts where they are clean. I, I have to know from the news source or from any other source. 
Well, that would be channel 13 and channel 26. Okay, okay. David, I'll look into that. Okay, don't worry. Just don't worry. I still will listen. Let's cut the bullshit and get back to the topic. But David, we are going to go back to the topic. When you go in the water, David, just keep your mouth closed. Right, yeah. Keep your mouth closed. Don't drink the water. Don't blow bubbles and shit. That's why I barely go to the beaches now. So, you know, I was looking at this and. They was talking about the the hunting at the house. You know, them people stayed in that house for ten years. They had to have big balls, or or Shit. didn't have money to move or something. I would have slept probably on top of the fucking house. Yeah, <laughs> for real. So, so, it was not, it was fucking with them. So yeah. It's raping them and all kind of crazy shit. It was different. It was a Let peaceful you, ghost. Well, being raped like by she a ghost, was maybe stabbed. That, Maybe that couldn't be too bad to be raped by a ghost. I don't know. You think they'd be gentle? <laughs> no, they would not oh be God. so gentle. There's no way. I don't know. Shit. Again, that's some for definitions of the incubus some and sex. experience. You want to experience that? No, well, no, I'm saying that's no. something to experience. I definitely <laughs> don't want to experience the shit. I'm just saying, how do we know? It might be enjoyable. But 10 years is a long time to stay, to stay in yeah. a yeah, ghost-infested house. It is. Uh, it is. And that was that crazy woman walking around, right? What was, yeah, her, what was her name? Um, Sebastian. No, her name was Sheba. Yeah, Bathsheba. Who is Bathsheba? That was the woman was walking her, around yeah, the house that was hunting the house. The woman Which, who hanged herself in the. Oh, from the movie. Yes. Nah, nah, it was an actual movie. Yeah, that it was really God, I'm trying to remember what case it was. But in the movie. Bathsheba? That was the name, Bathsheba. Yeah, Where y'all get that from? Himself. That was from um, part trying to research. Her. Okay, yes, Bass yes, 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 Chiba. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all beware Bass Chiba. That was the woman, I think she was from the 1800s. Oh, okay. She said 1700s. Yeah. Well, y'all See? beware Bass Chiba. Nah, but she was an actual person that, you know, was studying witchcrafts. Oh, okay, and yeah. And her kids, mm-hmm. she, she had, they said that she had um sacrificed one of her kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And like, it is. Her they, fucking name is scary. Yeah. I don't even want to say that a third time. That could be a know sexy name. Okay, you want to know what's fucked Bathsheba? up? Thank oh, you for Bathsheba. I guess so. Okay, Ego, Bad. thank you for bringing up that she is sexy because Bad in Hollywood, Bathsheba. Hollywood actually used the name Bathsheba for one of their uh, early 20th century silent films, Bathsheba, as a vampiress in, um, oh, wow. in the vampire movies. Wow. Mm. Well, you know, like the, Warren, the Warrens, when they approached any case... They try to uh, rule out logical, physical explanations for of everything before they actually just, yeah. they didn't rush in and just say, okay, it's demonic or it's a ghost. You know, they had their little process where they would rule out shit and some of these cases fit the bill and those were the ones that they would focus on. Yeah, because- You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if they were real people, I would have to say, I would have to say they were some of the best and un- unselfish people in the world to devote your life to helping people get rid of evil. You know what I'm saying? If they would if they were the real deal, I would think that what, they were Well you think it was like selfish selfishness or was it just something they no, could I mean, just draw? Self, selflessness. Se- selflessness. Selflessness. I, I, I'm gonna be the no man for this one and say hell no. Nah, hell no nah, what? You saying like they was genuine people. I really think they was doing that the Fat in their pockets. Well, they wasn't well, getting paid in the, in they, the beginning. They didn't, they didn't charge anybody for for the demonic shit. Well, they, they come to your house and and save you from the evil spirits in your house. Yeah, they house. didn't charge for they that. They didn't charge you no money, and they spent time there. The exposure that yeah, they, they need, and they was on so, the dining so and all the different shows. So what you're saying is, what you're saying is, 
you don't believe this type of stuff exists, but you just sit here and told me that no. you jumped out the window. No. See, because let me, let me, let me. Let see, me. now I can say you jumped out the window because you was just scared, the scary motherfucker. Well, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? was 10 years old. I might have been scared. It probably been a rat but, running no. across the dishes what, and shit. You I, jumped out the damn window. I'm about to see, like, like Smokey on Friday. At least your weed. rat did that, then I'd be scared too. Wow. Yeah. Damn. You remember you told me about that rat did oh, the Parker stunt on your man. chest and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's some scary shit. The rat actually jumped. And ran right across my face, and I ran out the across door. your face. The red did parkour on his face. You know what parkour is when they do yeah. all the flips over the skyscrapers or the or on the little um, handle yeah, cases. Okay. Yeah, wow, that's a, that's fucked up. I bro. Actually, I actually trained in some basic parkour. The red was probably watch this. Do one eighty on his face. <laughs> Man, that was a big scratch, old scratch. Wood red. That too, boy screamed. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, well y- y'all check this out. Let me stop making jokes. Yeah. Okay, so y'all know that Ed Warren actually had a near death experience while he was saving in the, while he was serving in the Navy. Okay. So he was uh it was on his seventeenth birthday. He was on a ship that collided with an oil tanker in the North Atlantic. A fire erupted on the ship and a lot of the motherfuckers died. And he was one of the only survivors. Of this wreck. And that's when he came home and married Lorraine and they got into business. And he probably knew he was meant Damn. to do it just because yeah. of Back that. In them days, just, they just would let some... you be that young joining the army. Yeah. yeah. Shit, hell yeah. Some people. Shit, enough shit go down. They'll probably let 15 year olds. Shit, here he you go. AK 47. Get out there. Yes, a lot, back then, a lot of people would lie about their age, too. Yeah. And, and there was no way to prove it. And then you, you, go get, you can. If you did a crime and you didn't want to do the time, you could just go to the army. Yeah, run, run there. Oh, yeah, yeah. To the service. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I did wanted to go ahead and bring up another case that the Ed and Ed and Lorraine Warren also were involved. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone has heard of the trial of Arn Chin Johnson. Arnie Cheyenne. Arnie Cheyenne Johnson. Yeah, he messed up on name again. I know. <laughs> I am learning. I am trying. I am He's very learning thankful. how to read. Yes. <laughs> you gotta do it. Please don't talk crap about me. No, I'm just kidding. No, just sound it out. Wow. Sound the syllables out. Did he do the Bobby voice? He did. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, I heard, you know, now I'm almost getting to the heel. Of- anyway. So anyway, in 1981, he was the no- first known court case in the United States to use the devil made me do it defense. Yeah. His attorneys pointed out to the recent case of the demonic possession of an 11-year-old David Glatzel, who was the brother of the Johnson fiance, Debbie Glatzel. When David started to experience the visions of the demonic threat to steal his soul, the Glatzels called in the warrants for help. During the investigation, Ed and Lorraine witnessed David growling, hissing, and being choked, beaten by invisible hands. They wow. turned to exorcism, which Johnson took part. Warrens told him not to. He, he allegedly antagonized in the demon's ritual in an attempt to dispel from the child's body. Johnson apparently invited him to his own. Months later, Johnson murdered he his landlord, Alan Bono, which leads to the case. He, he married, he married that dude because that dude was grabbed on his girlfriend. He, he fucked up. I, yeah. had, I had read somewhere not too long ago, just a few minutes ago, uh-huh. about it's it's not a, a, um, a exorcism. It's another thing that they do. Uh-huh. Um, I forget the name of it, but the um, Ed and Lorraine had went over there and tried to do that on one of them little girls, right? <laughs> wind up killed the little girl. And nah, 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 nah. That wasn't them. 
that wasn't them? Nah, that was t- something totally different. I know what you're talking about. That's yeah. that case. Uh, I, that wasn't here in the U.S. It was. It was. Uh, no, that was Ed and Lorraine. No, it wasn't. I didn't hear about that. No, it wasn't. Yeah, no, no. They had did something else. I don't know if it. Well, look, her. if you don't have the, t- the proper research, just no. I did my research. Yeah, but Ed and Lorraine never were involved in nothing where somebody well, got someone killed. Died. You, you think it? I know exactly what case you're talking about, where they they actually uh, tried to do an exorcism, and they didn't feed this little girl for a long time. Oh, I and, heard and, this story. And she, and she died, and everybody involved was charged, including the priest okay, and well, the yeah, nuns. Yeah, that's that. That wasn't Ed and Lorraine, and there was actually a movie made about it. I can't recall what movie it was. It was in England or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, we actually yeah. did that on. We okay. actually oh, ran. Wow. It wasn't Ed and Lorraine. But that little boy in the Devil Made Me Do It. The way he crunched his back. They tried to outdo The Exorcist. So, so I thought y'all said this was a new movie. I'm it not, is, but it's, but it's, it's out. It's, it's, yes, oh, okay, it's I haven't out. seen it. Yeah. Huh? Oh wow. It is this this little boy. He. Uh, I mean, like, the way he crunches back and turns his head around. Oh, wow. And so a lot of that stuff was made up. So, But in that point, when Ed and Lorraine had the priest, because, you know, a lot of times they would deal with priests. They wouldn't actually do the exorcisms. Yeah. They would bring actual priests to bring in to do the exorcism. Yeah. And when the exorcism was being done, it wasn't really working. Yeah. Mm. But the the boy, uh, which was the uh, boyfriend of the girl's little brother, he grabbed the boy and he shook the boy and he told the the boy, "Get into me!" Like on the exorcist, like the, the way the the, the right the, the priest did on the exorcist. Mm. He said, "Get into me!" And it Pause. left the, it left the little boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it came into him, uh-huh. and that's when he began began to act strange, and that's when he killed his um his landlord. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You want to know what's effed up? The judge ruled after they found him guilty. He sentenced him into prison where he served five years before being released. Guys, I want to know, did he really released. deserve... Five years. That's okay. the one. Okay. okay. He did. Five okay. years. That's yes, what I was exactly. I got that confused. That's my reaction, uh, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, not DeFeo. That was a Cheyenne. Uh, you know, I don't want to say it, what? but What's I'm that? Gonna, I was going to say white privilege. Thank <laughs> no, you. That, that Thank you. Be, well, maybe the devil really did make him do it. Uh, maybe there was. I mean, because Ed and Lorraine testified at his trial. Ooh. They, they did. Shit. Ooh. <laughs> if, they, if they came and testified at your trial. They didn't, they didn't help the one in the Amityville. Well, they had to testify. Well, they didn't have otherwise, they would be that. accomplices. No, but they actually came and, and, and testified for Th- him. This was, in, this was after the fact. I, so I know. They testified for Arnie, not for DeFeo. I don't think so. They was trying to get. They was trying to help him, too, but okay. the, the, uh, the judge didn't really want to hear anything from them. Because he did some shotgun shit. Yeah. Yeah, he did some crazy shit. He killed his... What, uh, mom, dad, brother? How many? Sister, how many siblings? Sister. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many siblings, but what, two or three siblings? Yeah, three, three siblings. Yeah. So this is crazy. Yeah, man. and with that case, that case, there everybody was in their bed. Yeah, yeah. Sleep. And then I want I want to bring this up. Uh, y'all remember and y'all seen the Conjuring Part Two? Mm-hmm. Y'all remember the part when a little girl was talking, but it was an old man's voice coming out of her. He was like, I'm 72 years old and I died in my sleep. And You remember that part? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, you can actually find the actual tapes of this 11-year-old girl, 11-year-old Janet Hodgson. Man, that shit is... That? Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. Wow. And she's not saying the shit that was said in the movie, but she was saying something sim- similar. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at this shit like there's no way this shit is coming from an, ele- an 11-year-old girl. And the people said when they were recording this, her mouth wasn't moving, moving, but the oh. sound was coming from her. Rob, that's good. Come on, Adam. Shut up, very dull. I'm 72 years old. I come from doing right, right, God. And I have right here to church where Rina lives. And all my friends come from there as well. And we all make a day and go to the pub. And then we will repeat your house. Now that's incredible. That's fucking terrifying. Maybe she's a ventriloquist. Maybe. For real. <laughs> that shit is terrifying though, bro. That is terrifying. Yeah. But they yeah. said when actual demon possession is there, uh the person will probably speak in um uh, uh, another different language, language. Different yeah, different language. Yeah. They would have no way of knowing. Yeah, and yeah. that's one of the ways of telling. And and what's what's the main language? In, not Latin. Uh, Latin. Yeah, Latin. Latin. Yeah, they would that's speak. Crazy. Yeah, I think I uh, went outside for a while after I watched that shit because I was home alone. <laughs> Start getting the spookies. Shit, man. I, you know, we deal with this shit. I'm, yeah, we I do. I do some of that fucking research and I start getting spooked and shit. Well, I told you when then you Then I first... might hear the blunt and that make it worse. But I, <laughs> you know I, what I'm saying? Hey, hey, I told you when you first start doing this, yeah. it's going to open the doors to a lot of stuff. That... Not those kind of doors. Let's not, let's not hope. <laughs> let's, let's hope not. Like I said, Trent believes in God. I'm on, yeah. I'm on the good side. I'm on the side for good. We're all on the good side. Yeah. I I join him on that. They met in uh, 43, married in 45. They spent their life together. They mm-hmm. did their life's work together, which I think is very admirable. You know, that's one of the reasons I like them. Uh, they look like genuine people to me. Well, why do um, you think they face so much criticism? I mean, because anybody in this field is going to face criticism. Because... People have a hard time. You want to believe the good side exists, but you don't want to believe the bad side exists. In other words, you have a bunch of skeptics that are just always going to find reasons to put them down. Well, I mean, people just want to believe in the good side. But you can't have have have, good without evil. Yeah, you can't have God without that other guy. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Hello, guy downstairs. Yeah, David said that. I didn't, I'm not see, speaking to I'm you, guy. You see? I'm too close. You want to know why, Mr. Guy downstairs? Because no. God is watching for you. We are protected. Of course. Leave that guy alone downstairs, right, please. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, these were very interesting people to me, man. And uh, sadly, they both passed away. I was so curious about the daughter. I was wondering, was she profiting from any of these movies? That well, I think she should. If she's not, I think that's really a couldn't find anything. Travesty. I couldn't really find anything about her actually profiting money. Well, I think she should. I know she should. There should one be of some the, money stacked up. One somewhere. of the movies like three hundred sixty-five million, and it's like, well, like, she should get something. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying. Need to check her network, right? Right. <laughs> oh, What's yeah. that network? I know, right? <laughs> What's that network? Yeah. Yep. So sadly, uh, Ed died in 2006. 
And Lorraine lived on until 2019, I believe. And I heard my sources that um, Ed later on, you know, died a year later after his wife passed away. Did you hear what the fuck I just said? (laughs) (laughs) He died in 2006. I stand corrected. Lorraine Thank you. died in 2019. Okay. I stand corrected. I didn't <laughs> okay. listen. Okay, you didn't listen, but I got something good. Yeah. Because I'm the network guy. I'm okay. the what's that network okay. guy. Go for it. And um, Lorraine Warren has an esti- had an estimated net worth of $1 million. Who did? Lorraine? That's the daughter yeah. or, the, or the wife? Oh, that's the wife. When oh, she, wow. Before that's she not died. Much. Lorraine Warren. Yeah, so like, maybe damn. she. Th- yeah, you know I'm saying they I'm, they wasn't really profiting off the shit. No, they wasn't. That's like crazy. They're like Hollywood just really fucked them. Yeah, they did. Maybe they didn't ask for much. Because that's why I said they look like that, because that Amityville horror movie was made a long time ago. That was like the early '80s or late '70s. Yeah. Oh, so the one that I watched was a reboot. Yeah, but I'm talking. The, yeah, they got plenty of. Reboots yeah, the first oh, yeah. one was like in the late '70s that scared everybody. Yeah, and so uh, Ed and Lorraine, they were still alive, and they didn't. And well, they considered themselves educators, like us to a degree. They wasn't good businessmen. Well, I mean, everybody not. I mean, shit. If you're net worth a million, you living okay. You're not wanting for nothing. What they doing? They, what they love. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. I they just, do what they love. They they consider themselves educators and here to help people. Just Everybody see, not money hungry. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? I know. Right. It just seemed wild that, you know, for people to be making three three hundred something million dollars off of one movie. So you know off the other movies they probably made more than that. Yeah. And for, you know, they just I just don't think it was right. Yeah, it probably wasn't, but hey, it is what it is. A lot of other people got paid. Shit, they out of here. Uh, hopefully the daughter has some type of compensation, you know, for what her parents endured, which I think they endured some shit. If you're dealing with this type of demonic and well, she endured, negative she energy. Well, she endured stuff, too. Na- you do is home, she? Yeah, she endured stuff, too. What is she doing? I said she endured. Oh, okay, okay. What would you say, Kev? I said, did you I home? mean, Mr. No? Yeah, Mr. No, that's the name. Mr. Okay. No. I was about to say, did you pull up the videos of the little girl talking? Nah, I'm gonna probably throw that in in editing, man. But uh, oh, yeah, okay. hell yeah, you know, like I said, they endured a lot of shit, you know, and I imagine just dealing with that type of energy has to be draining, very draining, f- physically, mentally, and it's just spiritually uh, amazing to me that they were able to stick together for so long, for so long through all of this shit, you know, so. Kudos to Ed and Lorraine Warren. And uh, like we said, uh, this is the Urban Paranormal Podcast. And if you have any show ideas, if you like what we're doing, even remotely, just a little bit, even if you can't reach into your wallet or your purse. And give us a little something, something. Even if you can't do that, just hit like. Just Subscribe. subscribe. That will help us out immensely. And please spread the word about us. Yeah. I mean, we love to reach out to people. Yeah, and we're going to continue to keep uh, doing our research and find these stories uh, that people know about but only know a little, uh, and even stories that you never heard of. And we're learning a lot, and we're going to bring that knowledge to y'all so hopefully y'all can avoid 
doing stupid shit and getting possessed and right. fucked by a ghost or something. You know what I'm oh. saying? So, or getting your family cursed for generations? <laughs> Forever and ever, 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 Forever and ever, ever, ever. Okay. So I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. This is your anchorman, Dave R., signing off. Your repeat offender, Ego. And Mr. No. Not Mr. to be confused yeah. with Mr. Ho. Mr. And we no. are out. Hey. Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell, send us an email. Help support the Urban Paranormal Podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. That's dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App.